BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The Chicago Bears' struggles continued yesterday in a loss to the New Orleans Saints. We're going to go over my takeaways from the game, who stood out, who didn't, all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. You guys know, every Monday we kind of come back after the game, not give away, give my takeaways from the game, just kind of going through some things, through my thoughts on the game, even though we did have the post-game show. So if you want to hear our immediate thoughts as a crew, make sure you guys go check out the post-game show that was done live after the game. We're live every Sunday after the game, so make sure you guys hit that subscribe button if you want to be notified every time we go live. With that being said, though, let's talk about some of the players that stood out the most in a positive way. We'll talk about the negative here towards the bottom end of it. But first up, I want to talk about somebody who – is near and dear to Chicago Bears Central, especially C-Dub, one of the co-hosts here, and that is Jack Sanborn. And I think when you look at the play that Jack Sanborn had and the way that he's just a playmaker, right? And the Bears moved him from middle linebacker to being on the outside with the acquisition of Tremaine Edmonds. And I tell you what, seeing him play, especially because we did end up going out and drafting Noah Sewell as well, who hasn't made a big impact this season, but I do really look favorably upon uh, you know, his future here with the Bears. Jack Sanborn maybe have just proven that maybe the Chicago Bears should have trusted him a little bit more to hold down that middle linebacker position. Still go after TJ Edwards, still draft Noah Sewell. Of course, everything's in hindsight, but in just one game, starting at the middle linebacker position, Jack Sanborn brought so much of what we identify as a Chicago Bears middle linebacker in that game. He just played an excellent game, and it was good to see Jack Sanborn have that type of impact um, with the way that the season is gone. Jack Sanborn went nine tonal tackles, seven of those being solo, two of them being assisted. But outside of just that, it was the plays, not just the numbers. You had to watch the game to see how, where, when, how he fought through defenders as well. Jack Sanborn had an excellent game yesterday for the Chicago Bears. And one that, listen, as a lifelong Bears fan, I look at Jack Sanborn, he still feels like a Chicago Bears middle linebacker. He just did 10 tackles, 10 of them, 10 of them. Only second to TJ Edwards, who's been an absolute 
dog today. And he just and when when you look at the Bears as well, some of the things that have been been ailing ailing the Bears so far this season, like the lack of tackling, right? Just the weak arm tackles, things like that. Jack Sanborn does not show any of that. Jack Sanborn is an absolute dog, and I love to watch Jack Sanborn play. And so, listen, it bring, definitely bring, brings the questions of why the Chicago Bears spent that money on Tremaine Edmonds, and maybe maybe they should have they should have trusted their undrafted rookie in Jack Sanborn a little bit more because listen. He was an absolute stud in yesterday's game. Another one, listen, Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman has just proven for everybody who's like, like I said, and we said this all throughout the start of the season, that while he was um, a healthy scratch, please do not mistake that for somebody who's unable to compete at the NFL level. Uh, Deontay Foreman had 82 yards on 20 carries, averaging 4.2 yards per carry. He is an absolute monster. He's been a monster since he started playing for the Chicago Bears, and they actually started bringing him out. So good to see him as well, just have the type of game that, again, you wanted to see, and you knew that we were excited about him when they when they signed him, right? We were extremely excited. Of course, we didn't know that the Bears were going to go out and be able to draft somebody like Roshan Johnson, who still is, is still probably the future number one for the Chicago Bears overall. But listen, it just Deontay Foreman is, uh, is another dog on this team and one that I really appreciate. Uh, just the way that he plays. And another player that we got to talk about that stood out as well is Darnell Mooney. It's been a, a pretty quiet season for Darnell Mooney, right? But he he had 85 yards on five receptions, and he showed, again, the playmaker that he can be. And so while, you know, when it comes down to Darnell Mooney, and we'll talk about this as we get close to the end, end, end of the season, depending on what the Bears plan to do with, with some of their first-round picks, I do think there's a chance that Mooney may be gone, right? I do think that he may, they may let him walk away, especially if they're able to draft somebody like a Marvin Harrison Jr. and maybe trust a Tyler Scott to be able to step in. But at the end of the day, listen, Darnell Mooney can be a playmaker. Um, it's a reason why he's here. And we've seen him when he's not relied as on the number one uh, option, what he can do for a team. And so, you know, he showed a little bit of that yesterday as, you know, the Saints were really trying to zero in on DJ Moore, who didn't really have a big night at all now. One could say uh, DJ Moore hasn't really had a, a big connection with Tyson Bajan, so maybe that plays into it. Uh, he had three receptions for 44 yards on six targets, so, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, unfortunately, he also, uh, DJ Moore, had the only non-Tyson Bajan um, turnover in yesterday's game as well, so, you know, that's that's one of the players that didn't really stand out. Braxton Jones as well. Listen, I understand he's been out for a long time. I understand that, you know, he, he's better than Larry Borm, at least on paper, but the penalties, again, the penalties. He continues to continue to, to the penalties. Four false starts on the year. And the one in yesterday's game was absolutely ugly. You almost wonder if Braxton Jones didn't know the playbook, the way that he just completely threw a dud out there with his performance yesterday. But, again, it is what it is on that one, man. Um, But another dud uh, that we got to talk about and player that did not stand out, at least not in a good way, was Tyson Bajan. You, you got to talk about the night that Tyson Bajan had. Uh, the amount of turnovers, uh, the three interceptions, the fumble, like it it's it was an ugly night for Tyson Bajan. That still doesn't mean he still has some positives. And I know the Bajan baddies are gonna, you know, still talk about, well, Justin Fields would have did this and that. You guys know. At this point, if you're new here, we don't do the whole Tyson Bajan versus Justin Fields thing. Not something we're interested in doing because I think both of those of, of each quarterback have their own promises, but when it comes down to it, Tyson Bajan just didn't have a good game. And it's not all on him. Again, Luke Getzey's play calling, absolutely atrocious. It seemed like the game plan that they came out with, again, absolutely atrocious. Some of the play calling didn't put Tyson Bajan in the best situations or positions either. So, again, I'm not saying that it's 
it's all on Tyson Bajan. A lot of it is when you're a quarterback at the NFL level and you have four turnovers in a game that was winnable, you're going to get your fair share of the criticism, and that's just stuff that comes with the job, so he's going to have to face that as well. But overall, it just it sucked to see Tyson Bajan uh, perform in the way that he did. It just is what it is. Uh, we'll see what happens if Justin Fields is able to come back against the Carolina Panthers. There's already been some talk about that. We'll see. Uh, but another player that stood out in a positive way, you got to give Cole Komet six catch. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C just for 55 yards, two touchdowns. Listen, that first touchdown as well on the opening drive, beautiful. And it's good to see Cole Komet, who I think he's like second or third um, in tight end since the start of last season in touchdown receptions, which we know for a long time. We just didn't get to him in the end zone the way that we needed to. It's good to see Cole Komet have the um, the day that he did have. And so, you know, you, you think with better play calling, things like that. And I know we talk a lot about that here with the Chicago Bears, but I think it does come a lot down to it overall as well is that the Bears, I just think with a better play caller, better coaching, we we have some weapons here. I'm not saying we have the greatest weapons, but we do have some weapons that I think just aren't being utilized to the best of their ability because of uh, of Luke Getze. That's my opinion. Luke Getze is always, you can just write him in every week as far as a player that, I mean, a, a, a aspect of this team, a, a, the coach that just stood out bad. Him and Matt Eberflus just continue to, to me, strengthen why they both need to get their asses up out of Chicago at the end of the season. And the defense, too. Like, and that goes to directly to um, Iberfus, who's now calling the defensive plays, who's been doing it for the most part of the season. You let a backup quarterback in Hill come in and go one for one for you to throw a touchdown and go 11 uh, carries for 52 yards on you. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. So, listen, uh, the, 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 the side of the defense has been bad. I know a lot of people are, are going off the fact of, you know, Montez Sweat didn't have the impact that a lot of kind of unreasonable people kind of expected him to have one week. Like he got traded here five days ago, right? So you got into you got to got to be into that. But listen, the defense overall, our inability to get to the quarterback continues to be a problem with this team. And at the end of the day, I just think that Matt Eberflus has to be held accountable for the play of the Chicago Bears. And by accountable, I mean he can't return here. I know some people have been talking recently about scenarios and things in which uh, he may return and. Don't get me wrong. I, I know this is the Chicago Bears franchise, and there's absolutely a possibility, as much as I don't want to admit it, there's a possibility of that coming around. But it's just you have to move away from him, in my opinion. You guys can continue to let me know what you guys think down below. And one of the things that stick out as well this game is while we're talking about Luke Getze is how we went away from what was working. That continues to be something that we don't see. For example, in the second half, we only ran the ball 12 total times. In the first half of the game, we ran the ball 20 times. We went away from the run in which the first half we had 20 carries for 105 yards. That's an average of five yards, over five yards per carry as a team. 
In the second half of the game, we still had a solid yard per carry. We had 12 carries for 53 yards. We were averaging 4.3, but we went away from the run at a time where we probably needed to go to it a little bit more. And so, yeah, you know, I know we missed that field goal that would have had the game put us up briefly for a second, but when you look at the second half for the Chicago Bears, the thing that continues to stand out is that teams adjust. If we have success in a quarter, in a half, teams really do adjust to it. And then we're seeing Matt Eberflus and Luke Getzey not know how to adjust to those adjustments, right? We don't make adjustments as a team. And it comes down to it that it's just, it's unfortunate. But I think that really puts a highlight on wow, why you need to move away from this coaching. This coaching staff isn't it. And that's not to say that there still isn't some uh, some big time uh, concerns on the roster as well overall, but you gotta give you gotta give it a chance, man. It's it, it like this this coaching staff just ain't it, man. And I hate to say that, but it just ain't it. And when you look at things that just don't like on top of things that don't need to return next year, the Vellis Jones experiment has to duck. It has to stop. It just it. Vellis Jones has been one of the worst picks by Ryan Poles overall outside of giving away what became, uh, you know, uh, uh, the second round pick, which was almost a first round pick for for Chase Claypool that turned into nothing. This pick of Vellis Jones and passing on some of the wide receivers we passed and then going with him. I get it. We wouldn't have Jaquan Brisker. We wouldn't have Kyler Gordon. So there's something to be said with that. If we get Marvin Harrison Jr., for example, in this offseason, all that's a wash. But at the end of the day, Vellis is just, he ain't it either, and he needs to go. The experiment has to stop. It has to stop. And so our coverage needs work. Uh, again, we continue to see that we are a better team in man-style coverage. We still run very minimal man-style lineups and stuff like that. So I, I know zone coverage is always going to be a thing. It's always going to be a thing. You can never fully eliminate it as a team in the NFL. But I think ultimately, when you look at it, we, we are a better team in man coverage, and we just don't run it enough, and that is Matt Eberflus's system. And so as we continue to do that, it's going to continue to stand out as a negative with the Chicago Bears team, and let's hope that we're able to turn it around as far as with a new coach. I, I just, to me, I'm over this coaching staff. I'm over what they potentially could bring or anything like that, and it's time to move on. Now, with that said, it's not a guarantee as of yet, but it does seem like things are starting to move and progress towards Justin Fields possibly being available this Thursday, um, as we face the Carolina Panthers, since we do have a short week for Week Ten, and with the performance of Tyson Bajan, you know, get to see Justin Fields out there if he's healthy. And Matt Eberflus has already said it. At the end of the day, if Justin Fields is healthy, he's the QB one. And you know, hopefully he's able to get healthy. We can see this team. Um, and hopefully, you know, is it going to fix anything? Not necessarily at this point. I think at this point, the Chicago Bears, being two and seven, need to focus more on gearing up towards what they're going to do in the draft and how they're going to try to start improving this roster. But there's still absolutely players and aspects that need to be evaluated. As we're now, we're getting that offensive line healthy. We need to be able to see what they're going to look like to see what we need to do. And I'll tell you what, with Braxton Jones, I would not mind if the Bears go ahead and draft another a player at his position. There are some really good left tackles coming up in this draft that could help the Chicago Bears. And if they do end up going that direction, I don't think it's bad. At the at the bare minimum, you're gonna even if Braxton does work himself out of it, you're getting a, a good de- young depth piece at that point. But I think center tackle uh, another edge in the draft, wide receiver if Marvin Harrison Jr. is there when they pick things like that, it's kind of where they need to gear up towards. But we'll talk about that as we move forward towards the end of the season as we start gearing up our draft coverage. But let me know anything of your thoughts down below. As always, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 
242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on Chi-Town Up, but Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.